Hacker News For insight that excels For expert analytics You better go somewhere else Portland Bay Soccer Podcast Enjoy it now Cause it probably won't last Just poop They cover it all They'll discuss everything except football Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. I appreciate the enthusiasm. I'm really, um, it's a lot of faking it till you're making it. All right. Welcome to episode 81 of the Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast. I said Randy's age or episode count, but since we were recording on Juneteenth, a recognition uh, to the holiday and the meeting behind it. My name is Jonathan. And I am coming to you from Northeast Portland. My name is Josh, and I'm coming to you from Westland, Oregon. This is Greg in Northwest Portland. Hey, Randy in Northeast Portland. What do we got this episode? Um, imagine we're going to have a bunch of excuses as to why we didn't record in a month. Um, match results, predictions, listener questions, and Craig and Jonathan's brushes with socialism. That sounds like Who's a, Craig? A, a great uh, children's book. <laughs> it, is, it is a good children's book um, i just want to say before everything sorry to everyone last week when i posted that we were recording and we didn't record until now stuff did anyone up. notice a few yeah. people just complained but no one actually wrote in questions so um hey fans <laughs> fuck you guys Wait, we didn't get any <laughs> questions none just questions why it's not released Clearly, uh, the people value our opinions. <laughs> the okay, people so have not we... spoken. Why? Why? Why were we gone? Yeah, why were we gone, guys? But last week, well, for like Two, a month. Yeah, or, yeah, we have world travelers on the podcast, and we just mm-hmm. couldn't get it scheduled. Yeah, Greg, do you want to talk first a little bit about your your brush with European socialism? I. I don't have to go in depth. I went to Ireland. It was amazing. We went all over the island, started in Dublin, went down south to Cork, and then just kind of made our way up the whole West Coast. Uh, It was amazing. It was fun. Much Guinness was had. Many jigs were jugged. And uh, I'm sipping, instead of whiskey tonight, I'm sipping a little bit of Irish poteen, which is a uh, liqueur that is actually the precursor to whiskey. And it's Hmm. delicious. Wow! Look What's it? What, po, what did you call it? Poteen? Poteen. P O T O I N. Poteen. Poteen. Huh. Um, for our listeners, it was a uh, constant pictures of Greg of the outside of some pub somewhere, <laughs> and like a glass of Guinness or whatever, and then constant denials that he was drunk. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get drunk the entire time. I only oh, got a buzz like sure. once or twice. I didn't oh. want to be. I didn't want to be that American. I mean, so you did want to be that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Un- Come on. Unfortunately, we are all that American, and <laughs> it's the. So I mean, so Greg, you were gone for like almost two weeks. It was a f- two full weeks. Yeah. Jeez, man. So what is that? they call that the motherland or the fatherland. Or, or what is it besides the Emerald Isle? What is it? Is there? Do they have a? It's Greg's motherland. Yeah, 
Uh, What's a seven-course meal to an Irishman? All potatoes. A six-pack and a potato? <laughs> I'm Australian. Yeah, there. I don't know why. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I was trying to do all Australian. Irish. Yeah, I was. Yeah, they're all all the same. Not American. That's all I know. Um, mm. So I took a, a different brush with socialism, and we we flew to Switzerland, almost coinciding exactly with Greg's trip. It was a fun vacation where we did much hiking which no one should ever do ever again if you have the option to only stay in cities i highly recommend that uh the wilderness is stupid the next thing was uh we came home and it made me realize that cities have the opportunity to be clean and uh it depressed me when i got back home and stepped over feces and needles where in zurich there wasn't even like a a baggie like floating down a river or uh any type of litter (laughs) or trash they clean up everything every night and it was glorious did you go on any alpine slides no i so I'm not a huge fan of heights and not from um, a uh, like a plane perspective or on top of a building perspective. But when you're standing up on a mountain and you're you're on a hiking path and you look down and it's just a straight drop and it's like, well, yeah. if you stumble, you're definitely dead. And yeah, well, don't so, do that. Uh, yeah. Well, that's um, what's the feeling that you're supposed to get? Is it called vertigo? Um, yeah, vertigo. Yeah, I get that like crazy when I hit the the top of anything. So any type of alpine slide going down in open air is a hard no. Although I felt we almost did the the like paragliding where you jump off of a mountain, and I was like, oh, oh I could but do you could that. do and that fine. I think I just didn't do it because I chickened but out. How do you? Where they just send you off the side of it, and then you're on your own to land. No, you you jump in tandem with someone who is experienced, and it's uh, the amount of people doing it was insane. I mean, I feel like every like two minutes you're looking like looking over and you see someone uh, shooting down um, and watching them make that running jump. I think I would chicken out at the running jump, but it was it was good. Um, yeah. So what, like, were they were they cliff. rigid uh, rigid wings or? Um... Like the parasail kind of? Like parasail-ish. It wasn't – it looked like when you would see them with someone like going up in with a giant pack, uh, it was like almost like one of those like seeing like a European like hiking vacation. And uh, it was one of those like type of backpacks with everything just jammed in there and then they like roll it all out and you're good to go. European carry-all. Yeah. The last thing I will say from the trip, which was super fun, was when we were in Zurich, we went to um, where the Third Reich's headquarters was, a.k.a. FIFA. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was their uh, their FIFA museum, which I have to actually say was pretty well done. They had like all these like different bits of history. They have every current kit for every national team and... They had a huge section of the museum devoted to the the women's game, which I was surprised to see in general. And I'm, uh, it was actually like uh, a huge. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? That's why you shouldn't take naps before you record. Um, uh, is effigy the wrong word? Uh, effigy is a negative. Yeah, not negative. What am I looking for? A positive. 
monument, um, a huge whatever of Megan Rapino, and it was surprising because she has been very vocally critical of uh, of FIFA in the press and the World Cup and blah blah blah, but saying that it's the necessary evil for what they represent. Um, well, they, sh- but- they showed her. <laughs> yeah, tons of versions of things of her, Christine Sinclair. Uh, they had Becky Sauerbrunn uh, in multiple places, and uh, it was really amazing. And then again, also amazing for just another constant reminder that some of the world's best players for the women's team are in Portland, and every national team is comprised of players who play in Portland. And it's uh, we're very lucky to have that. So go see some wow. Florence games. That's good. Yeah. yeah. How how many um, people did you have to exploit to afford this vacation? Multiple, um, and if like you know, if you if you're not ready to do it, then you shouldn't go on vacation. <laughs> All right. Well, we covered the, the brushes <laughs> with socialism a little bit early in the episode, which uh, was supposed to be towards the end. So sorry, I didn't realize that's what that was was about. Um, yeah, but that's, that's why we didn't record this whole episode. Yeah. yeah, and then we came home, and we're both like, okay, we we're going to record the next week, and I was spent, Greg was spent, Josh and Randy really wanted to record last week, and then and then we didn't. Yeah, Sorry. We, we really wanted to record last week because everything was so, it's been so exciting while you guys were gone. Oh, yeah. wow, it's do like, I feel the sarcasm. <laughs> it's been week after week of just to the hilt some other expletive i'm not sure just massive massive soccer entertainment it's to the windows and to the walls <laughs> greg did you watch any games while you were overseas i watched both of the ones that happened while i was in ireland uh the night that we got there was our four to one loss to skc <laughs> and then i watched uh the super exciting loads of entertainment wall-to-wall that was our nil-nil draw with Seattle uh, Mm. from my apartment in Galway. Uh, I don't think we can cover the five matches that have happened since the last time we recorded. And also no one cares. Just one thought on the Seattle match. It felt like we played that game to not lose. I mean, that was the end goal. It was just just don't don't lose the game. Well, yeah. But I don't. I don't remember any of the game to even yeah. comment on okay. that. I remember both so teams ago. playing really poorly. Yeah, I remember yeah. that much. That's uh, fun for to watch. breaking so- soccer news <laughs> and insight that excels. God, yeah, we're pretty good at sports today, guys. Wow, we're podcast sports. champions. Let's just. Let's oh, what about you, Jonathan? Did you watch any of the games? No, dude, I completely disconnected from anything and. The this makes me respect that dude in England even more from the Patch Group, whatever his name is, the one who likes that other shitty team in England that's similar Jonathan? to yours, Randy. Oh, Jake Bland. Yeah, Jake Bland, because who looks, man, the nine-hour time difference yeah. in yeah, West Brom, nine-hour time difference to Switzerland, and just not at all worth trying to figure that out. So I would pay attention to the scores and you're like, damn it, damn it. You know, from someone who didn't watch Seattle, I was like, that's a pretty good result. I'll take a zero zero tie against Seattle away. I mean, that's, uh, 
that's good. Uh, although I didn't watch it, so you guys have better um, uh, a better take. But so let's go to the match that we all did watch, which was the lovely Portland Timbers beat Dallas one to nothing with a gorgeous Frank Bowley goal. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> that was a good goal. That and was a good goal. Yeah. I will confirm. was going to become something after that. Yeah. Ra- Randy was a little bit toasty with the beverages in the key bank club. And I taught him about this lovely trick where, you know, so me and Josh are sitting at the table in the club and Randy and his lovely wife, Gretchen joined us. Are we allowed to say her name on the podcast? Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't and it be Gretchen and her husband, Randy? Yeah, it would be Gretchen and her schlub of a husband, Randy. Schlubbly. Schlubbly. Schlubbly husband, Randall. And uh, so we were sitting at this table, and there's these lines to get to to the bar, where they have like three or four bartenders working usually. And it could take more than 10 minutes for standing in line, which is actually pretty long. But people in there are ordering like, I'll have a margarita and they make a real margarita. It's not just like pouring off a beer. And I like how I'm motioning to you guys how to like pour off a beer via camera on the recording here. And so I was like, Randy, watch this trick. All you do is just sit down at one of these tables that has a QR code and you just order your beer from there. And then someone brings it to you. It's like instant and it's instant because no one knows about it. And so Randy and Gretchen order, and we, we're standing there waiting. I'm like, hey, I gotta go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom, come back, and I'm like, ah, you know, I think I'm gonna order a beer or whatever. And so I order a beer, and there still isn't there. And then all of a sudden, all three beers arrived. And yeah. Randy, how long did you wait? Like Ten minutes. <laughs> Riveting content. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not as long as it would would have taken if I'd waited in line, but um, it did take a long time and we decided that was because they recognized that um we were poor and so they didn't make any <laughs> any effort to get to it until you placed an order from the same table exactly so if like, you had oh. to do this over again and you were going to pick would you pick waiting in line to get a beer for like 12 minutes or sitting at a table for 10 minutes making small talk with josh uh to I, wait I, for a I, beer I, which one would you pick pick small talk with josh Wow! Oh yeah! Wow! I would have bet opposite. Well, Josh is great when he's not in a chat message. When he's not, you know, (laughs) in person at a match, Josh is great. In the group message, talking about my normal self around Gretchen. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's what it is. Behavior, Josh. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so because right, Gretchen we'll was constantly like, like "Why does Josh get on your nerves so much?" And he, he's always <laughs> funny. He's, he's always really nice to me. <laughs> I bet you swooned the parents of the ladies you dated in the in your late oh, teens. Oh, always. Yeah, like he's so nice. He doesn't do any drugs. <laughs> but, Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was cool. It was good to go home with a win, take the three points, and but that was that's almost all that I remember from the from the Dallas yeah. match. I, I started drinking. They were ahead of us in the table, right? Yeah, they had to be. Um, and that that match brought us from like tenth or eleventh up to eight. Yeah. Yeah. What do you say, Greg? It was. It wasn't like. A win of excitement, like where you're all like, "Oh yeah, we won! Woohoo party!" It was just like a sigh of relief win. 
Hmm. Like that's how I felt anyway. Like was it wasn't it? a win that felt good. It was yeah. a win that felt like okay, we're not dead yet. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, fair. pleasant. That's a it good was way a of looking ple- at it. It was like a pleasant surprise as opposed to like something to get amped up about. I feel like I'm stealing this from uh, more Sonic, but um, one of those guys said it like at, at this point, try not to get too emotionally invested in any, any of these games. And cause we're not very good. And when things don't go horribly wrong, you're like, Oh, that's nice. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Wait, listeners, if you've made it this far, what Randy just said was basically just listen to Morrisonic and let us continue to kick off the cobwebs from from taking a month breather. And yeah, it's going to take between 10 and 30 episodes before we get back on track. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, if you want to listen to something worthwhile with real analytics, uh, that's that's where you should go. But wait, so we were talking about um, I was talking about. Van, what, how at the end of the match, about? we had oh. to like just clap for a Vander, even though he sucked. He didn't suck. This is I, Dallas. I can't even remember. Yeah, remember, yeah. Like I, I feel I like I. He didn't suck. Sorry, I'll take that back. But I did like. I felt bad for him. Not he was. He looked like he was trying and not connecting on everything. And, oh yeah, I do and he got recall. subbed off, and then. At the end of the match, like even when he was walking by, I'm like, "We love you, Evander," just to like make him feel better. Like I feel like you need to always give him positive reinforcements for some reason because he's like a little kid. He's got this weird thing where he kind of looks like he's not trying a lot. Like he doesn't always like there's something he, he could get to. He doesn't always make the effort to do it. I, th- I mean, I don't know if he's just like picking and choosing his moments, but it comes off as like he's not really into it. Yeah. And we, we've had this conversation before about that. And it's like, is he, I, I think there's a big part of it that's just straight up talent, but then we also have to give someone a year to acclimate to Portland in general before you like you're acclimating to the team. Like next year, if we keep this sort of same team, they'll be more of a team. (laughs) I know that sounds stupid, but it's true. You don't need a year though. I think a year is fair to fully judge somebody in terms of their contributions and say like, Hey, like you're able to figure it out. Like, I forget how many goals he has, but he's already obviously the best offensive player overall for us. And I wonder if his, what appears to always be a lackadaisical approach to, to the match is just because he's infinitely better than everybody else that he's playing with. And so when he's making those passes and to us, like, oh, that looks wrong. It's like, well, maybe it was correct. And all the other players just suck or not up to his level. No, oh, totally. That's not like I feel about this podcast with you guys. Josh, I wish you learned how to talk to other men and could really just have an honest conversation as opposed to just share your you feelings. Know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Snapping on people all the time. And when when we hug you, oh, you yeah. don't have to always pat us on the back. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a small finger in the crack would be okay. Yeah, but- I feel like to <laughs> touch. <laughs> Randy, so wait, you think that event you said no, no, no? As when I don't, I don't think he's miles above anybody on the team. I don't think that's 
I, I just disagree uh, yeah, with I, your assessment. I don't know about Miles. I mean, that but... doesn't make you give a bad pass to somebody that uh, that doesn't make you have a lazy pass to a that's cut off by somebody on the other team. Okay, that's fair. I'll take and that. And then there is I'll the other that one that I was I was talking to one of you about this that um maybe he just thought he is maybe he thinks he's better than everyone and then got taken off guard by the league and doesn't realize like how competitive it actually is or how maybe tough it actually is. he thinks he's not as good as everyone and so he's afraid of trying. Oh man, we yeah. just went on the circle of life. <laughs> I am terrified about where we go to next. Who's going to die? I'm just saying, you know, um, I'm just happy Mombiala is not on the team. Oh, <laughs> he is on the team. He's on the team. I know he's on the team, but he's not ever playing on the pitch. Yeah. Um, God, I feel bad for that guy. I still don't want to no see him on our, on the field for us. Yeah. He better wear that patch vest when he's officially <laughs> better done. Give it back. Yeah. I'm like, if you're not going to give effort, Mabiala, I want my vest back. He I gives effort. That's not his problem. He gives effort. Evander right, more effective when he's part of the buildup, and up until Dallas, Geo had him playing too damn high. Hmm. Just like the rent is too damn high. It's like the, he's playing like the rent. He's playing mm-hmm. like New York rent. Evander mm-hmm. is too damn, damn high. high. But since Dallas, he's been dropping back, becoming part of the buildup, and he's been giving better service and better buildup play. And it would be even better if Ivicic was not on international duty because Bingham cannot distribute the ball to save his goddamn life and uh, kill uh. every single. No, shut up. That's true. He kills every <laughs> single counter because he sucks at distribution. Huh. <laughs> I am going to gonna agree with Greg. Um, <laughs> Bingham on is that one. garbage. He did have some yeah. good saves yesterday. Did he? Or two days ago. Oh, yeah. He, he stopped the ball that was shot directly at him. That's a good oh, save. Wow. Greg <laughs> is heated. You miss even uh, a lot. Haughty, 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 Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Bingham. I hate Bingham with yeah. a passion. Whoa. He hates uh, him like the San Jose Bingham's fans just, do. Yeah. He's like yeah. Steve Clark. Yeah. Dude, did you? So let's move on from this match. It was a much needed win, but Greg, I think you said it the best. It it was a win that didn't feel like a win. It felt like a panic scratch. And if that's what it takes to make the playoffs later in the year, like all we can all call back on this match and be like, remember that time when we weren't jiving and we weren't in like the dead like of summer and and everything was going well. It was that match that saved us. This this could be it. But let's talk about that um, San Jose. Ooh, draw Ooh. every time I see a Bobasi and his neck necklace brace brace neck thing. I don't know what it is, but it's weird. It makes me sad. And then it was oh, Josh just wrote, "My speaker died. Give me a second. Now he's putting in his AirPods. What? Um, let's talk about those things on the next people that have had concussions. Wear those. I, I'm trying to. I don't understand how that can have anything, how you can, how that can help you do anything to avoid another concussion. What is it? I thought um, it was just a it, vitals monitor. It's awfully big for a vitals monitor, and they already have that monitor on their back anyway. Jeremy Abobasi. They are Next. vitals monitors. Today's episode uh, is brought to you I by Google like Kling and then, yeah, Megan wore one for a while after her 
Yeah, you know, the the sexy neck chokers from the nineties. That's what they look like. <laughs> they don't. With like a matrix thing on the back. Oh, it's a, is okay, it a bag full go. of crystals? it's a a bag full of crystals yeah you lose weight when you when you eat them um so interesting what is the collar a bobacy wears the fda cleared a new device for athletes it is a collar that applies compressive force to the neck and is indicated for athletes 13 years of age and older for use during sports activities the non-invasive device called the q collar increases blood volume in order to reduce brain movement within the cranial space which can occur due to repetitive impacts to the head the FDA clear, uh, clarified that the device does not replace helmets and shoulder pads, but instead should be used with other protective sports equipment. Okay, so it's not interesting. Okay. So it's like a ring for your cranium. Yeah, it keeps you. Yeah, if he goes anywhere near the U.S. men's national come team, on, it shocks Greg, him. Greg, come on. <laughs> I'll put a beep. I'll put a beep. Yeah, the Abib is perfect. Uh, that was per- that was that was amazing, Greg. Well done. Um, <laughs> sorry, Josh, I started over talking you there. I couldn't stop. Laughing. Oh, that doesn't matter. Yeah. So Bingham was railed by the the San Jose supporters every time he touched the ball they booed. So maybe that has something to do with his performance, Greg, where he couldn't get anything uh, moving. He not only went from San Jose to Portland, but he had a little stint in the galaxy as well right after that which is like san jose and la galaxy that's their rivalry um or was until lafc came to the region but it was that stadium still looks pretty damn good have you guys ever been no i've not been to the stadium with the world's largest outdoor bar which (laughs) i feel like we should have but i when we left the Bay Area, it was the next season is when they opened up that stadium. So I've never been to it. But the old one was seriously like the one where uh, PDX FC played in Gresham. It was <laughs> uh, except with that those stands going basically all the way around, but extremely small. Seeing like Terry Andre play on that field was a travesty. But uh, point oh, being, how is it that you didn't end up being a San Jose fan? I was for the time that I was there. Like I wasn't like invested in the team. I just went to the so games. When you move to England, you're not going to be a Denver's fan anymore. No, he's I'm never in it moving to, win. to England. He's never getting a Porsche. He's yeah. not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you stop going to Switzerland so much, you could probably yeah. afford a Porsche. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, wait till Italy happens. Um, that I was invested in the New York, New Jersey Metro Stars. Like that was my team, and then I was just like, wherever I moved is where I went to games and supported. It was, you know, at that point, MLS wasn't like it is today. And so every every ticket sale actually mattered. And so we like same thing in Seattle, like prior to MLS and same thing in San Jose. Always went to whatever matches and like, yeah, I'd have a shirt. But like I was never like, I'm a fan, like I'm a Quakes fan. Um, and it was Portland. If you guys listen to episode one of the Portland Vanity Soccer podcast, which you should not It's awful. The uh, is how I explained the details of that story. But like when I came here and I just saw the army and I was like, this is where I belong, but I don't belong in the army. I belong outside of it, watching it uh, do its thing. Not even adjacent. Yeah. Not yet. No, no, definitely not adjacent. That's even worse. (laughs) Um, but, But anyway, so what a shitty result, I guess. 
or no, it points. was an ob- it was an objectively good result, but again, it just didn't feel good. <sighs> yeah, like, let's a- let's look at recent form: six matches, two goals. Woof. Three uh, clean sheets. Yay. But yeah, also, yeah. So four points from a possible or five points from a possible nine, though. Seems like we had the better of the chances, didn't we? I can't even remember. Uh, we had some exciting stuff. What was our XG's? Journalism. Sure. We had the best chance of the night when Evander decided to head the ball into the keeper instead of over the keeper. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. That, that, that was an interesting part of the broadcast where they explained that uh, Obovacy's free kick that bounced off the post um, was was not as high of an XG as something else because it was an unexpected thing. It was not, it was a very low percentage shot. And then uh, um, Dyron Espria bounced one off the post um, as, as well. Bicycle kick. Well, no, he, he didn't was, get that one. It was yeah. like a roundhouse sweep that he somehow connected with, and it was really damn close. Oh no, he had two. He had one that he missed that that like their their keeper went down, and I feel like had he taken that ball and not tried to bicycle kick or whatever, that he probably would have had a shot because there was nobody in goal. Instead, he sent it over. But then he had that other one that he barely managed to wrap his foot around yeah. it and almost snuck in. He has not been playing so great lately. No, he has the wrong color hair. He changes he it a, all the time. He was a ghost for the first. Him. He was an absolute ghost for the first like sixty minutes. Yeah, he'll be gone till November. <laughs> That's uh, uh, I that made me think of the Wyclef song "Gone Till November." It's really good, actually. You never heard it, so yeah, I'm trying to quote songs this episode. If you haven't noticed. No, I did not notice. So if you've done a few other ones, I'll have to go back and listen to this one. But I, if you can find the audio or I'll find the time in the match of where the audio happens of Abobasi hitting the bar, that was like one of the loudest whacking sounds I think I've right? heard from. He hit that with the thunderous force. Outside of Greg's basement. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up when I heard that. <laughs> it was like whack. Um, whack. But where am I? You got, there was one shot that Evander took during that match that was extremely close to a goal where he was pretty far out and they gave him just enough space. And uh, but I mean, like the, the curve was almost right there, which, again, could have been another one to nothing win. But, Greg, I, I think you're right. My attitude is poor. We should we should take the zero zero tie as a, as a positive in general, because, again, clean sheet didn't give up any goals. But it just the I don't know where my excitement is for it. A just poor, like it's, a poor attitude is warranted even amongst these positive results, though, because like we're not playing good soccer. We're not playing exciting soccer. It's almost like we're getting these results in spite of ourselves. And with the exception of, well, I guess now Dallas average and football, Dallas and San Jose are both way higher in the standings than us. So. Yeah. Okay, fine. I appreciate your verbal hug, Greg. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I'll give you a yeah. physical hug later. Okay. Oh. Ooh. Bring what? the Abobasi hat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Beep for Randy 4240. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't even. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
But, well, I mean, we have the opportunity to turn these results, or I would say at least semi-positive results with the lackluster excitement into something this coming Wednesday. Who will be at the match? Wait, Wednesday? Yeah, there's a Wednesday match. I thought it was Tuesday. Uh, Criminy. Are you guys not going? I didn't even realize I'll be there. I'll probably be there. We're hosting Chicago at home. Oh, we Jonathan, could probably you have win extra that. Army tickets? I don't. I oh, extra army. I do have extra yeah. army. Send me one. I want to take Margo. Okay. If if we don't win that, we're going to be even more depressed. Yeah. Ooh. Chicago's bottom of the table, right? Yeah, they're low. They're the Greg of teams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I completely like went ahead to where we should be talking about predictions and I derailed the episode yet again. That's again, fine. attention listeners, if you've made it this far and you have not listened to Morrisonic yet, make sure you do that <laughs> uh, because they have their shit together. And again, still a month of no episodes with some cobwebs. Okay. Chicago is in second to last place and Miami is in last place. And we do have to talk about <laughs> Miami on this episode. Do so. we have to? Just for two minutes, because I'm a little. Why is something going on with Miami? Shit. Something going on with Miami? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Beckham owns them. Yeah, I need two minutes, and I'll get this off of my chest about Miami and Messi. So number one, I am. Extremely... Wait, wait, wait a second! Did you say yeah. Messi? Hold on, Randy. Strap in. Put on your belt. Put on two, because your pants are going to fly off when you learn these things. Um, uh, so, uh, <laughs> uh, one, I am extremely excited that Messi is choosing to come here as opposed to an oil nation of Saudi Arabia. I think it's really a ama- fantastic thing uh, that forty-five that. It it shows that it's not only competitive because everyone is aware it's now a competitive league, but uh, that the the future long term commercial success of MLS is very real. So it's really exciting that he's coming here and he's still playing at a high level. He just scored for Argentina. If anyone's paying attention during this uh, recent international break, so. Uh, obviously it's not finalized yet and they're still combing through the details, but we are what two years removed from this is number two. We are two years removed from Miami being sanctioned in transfer windows for breaking all of the, the roster rules and having like hidden designated players within their um, system. The, the person who was their like chief football officer or whatever was basically banned for 10 years. If I recall correctly, again, journalism's the point is though they got in trouble and they're not allowed to be in MLS anymore for the time being. And so Clearly, Miami already has three DPs. They have a a U-22 initiative DP as well. And so obviously they can use like TAM or whatever to buy down existing DP contracts. But I think all of their contracts, and based off what I read uh, in conjunction with the TAM they had available, isn't enough to do that. And so how they're compensating Messi to come to MLS is through revenue sharing arrangements with Apple TV and also with Adidas. And I've learned that by listening to other podcasts. So if they're wrong, then I am now wrong. But also in articles that I've and read on all the, the internet. Teams too. Yeah, the Athletic was reporting <laughs> that too. I thought that was interesting. That's, um, I mean, that, that's literally just like looking the other way. Like, oh, messy. Okay. 
How how does exactly. a team go from being sanctioned for breaking yeah. designated player rules, then get to just sign you know Messi because that's where he wants to go, uh, and somehow well, well, they're they can they can jettison what, they can get rid of one of their DPS they can they can sell him off or yeah but he's not even coming in as a DP he has too much value for that. Yeah, it's, so he's coming well, in as a player. He's with U- back U- end, an ultra with, DP. Yeah, retirement DP. With he's coming in as just a a player owner or something. He's, like, coming, he's some still coming in as a DP. Thing. I, I so know. whatever it is, they're they're using mechanisms to financially compensate the them. LAFC like, mechanisms. Yeah, that they got in trouble for doing two years ago. Yeah, where it's like, oh, we'll find a way to get money from so and so to pay them. Uh, off the books of the actual contract. So it's not Miami who's paying him for it. It's, you know, like whatever. But I, that's I'm pumped. A, that's a massive thing that they had to, to think about that. Like Apple's going to be like that, that, that Apple's even involved in this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's a, they're one yeah. of the biggest con- companies on the made. planet. And yeah, like, they're look, like, he just gets to now sell a new jersey with his name on it. Yeah. So everyone who owns, Argentina jerseys and PSG jerseys and Barca jerseys are all going to want that jersey too because you yep. know you want the whole collection and it's a worldwide thing and right. it's it's a massive thing for the league you know like yeah it, it's going to be bigger than when Beckham came in like what was that twenty five years ago way bigger twenty five. <laughs> Jeez, isn't that, it's like 25 years ago for real, Josh? No, it's like 15, 15 years ago. Yeah. Start, but I was going to bring that up. Like, why is anybody surprised that MLS is jumping through all these hoops to make this happen? They've done this before. Yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm just surprised that it's happening in Miami, given their recent behavior and actually getting in trouble. So yeah. I don't understand. A, because so Beckham was the only guy who could bring them over. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think it's about Miami. I think it's about... How he like it's about MLS getting him, and yeah, then, I mean it's MLS is getting they're... him because Messi's buddy owns Miami, yeah, and he's going to be able to own Portland later. So is he actually going to show up though? Is this not just some bargaining thing? Reading oh, up, he always on that, shows up. Having to having to leave PSG only happened because they didn't have their shit together at the time. And he no, didn't want to Barcelona. be or Barcelona, sorry, and he didn't want to be involved in that kind of situation again, like it happened to him before, because of the weird arcane things where they they reached a, a contract agreement with him, but they couldn't figure out how to get him paid through some I don't know they couldn't figure out how to get yeah the, the, and it was some eagle eye reporter took a photo of him on international break where his water bottle water bottle holder was actually a Barcelona logo. So there was like, oh, is he gonna figure it out? And they're gonna they're gonna take him back. But also to note, Apple is doing some mini series about Messi in terms of his life and right. career. So that also probably helped in terms of the overall push. But still, so they coughed happy. up. What was his offer at Saudi Arabia? Four hundred thousand a year, or something. Four hundred million a year. No, Four hundred million yeah, a year. Four hundred thousand. <laughs> That's like two, two and a half years, and you're in the what they say from Silicon Valley, the Trace Commas Club. Like that's ridiculous to to think that he could be. And a Apple's obviously going to have the World Cup, so Saudi Arabia is going to get push it, for it all sure. together. Yeah, there's no question Middle East is going to get it again. And Saudi Arabia, I don't know if you guys were reading about any of this stuff, but they're 
relaxing their international alcohol laws. Uh, they are building or have built a mega resort somewhere on the coast and uh, they are advertising that, like, you know, like foreign nationals can drink champagne and stuff like that whilst there. And so uh, in, a, in an attempt to modernize their image with their um, with their growing uh, population and uh, age of people who Just are. Just don't be a journalist over there. Uh, you know what I hate about this messy thing? What? That it's like two it's weeks messy. later or however long it is and, and still there's no content. You know, within two, two, you have to scroll like down two pages to get to anything on the MLS site that doesn't have to do with Messi. It's all never mind that there was like a whole not week, about Chicharito. Yeah, well, a week about a week of games that happened. Apparently, none of those were interesting. Yeah. Chicharito, Chicharito out for the rest of the season in ACL. Yeah, oh, well, that poor bastard. Yeah. I feel bad for anyone who gets injured. He's, but, he's got enough money. He's good. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Let's move into a uh, shit. I guess we only have one other topic left on the agenda until we get into predictions. So whoever put USMNT in there. Oh, did you guys watch that Mexico game? I didn't watch it, but I no, saw I, I watched the final against Canada, but not the Mexico game. Oh, boy, man. <laughs> that was Dude, spicy meatball. Yeah. Like every fifth game, like we're all cool and everything is like a good game, and then it like goes south so quick. Uh, two red cards for the U.S. men's national. You didn't even watch the replay or anything. I haven't had a chance to do anything. Okay, uh, just go watch it, man. It's it's great. It's uh, well, also they announced that Burlhalter is coming back. Is any of you guys have any opinions on that? Nope. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm thumbs down too. Even I, the the one time that Clint Dempsey and I agree on something is that uh, they should not have brought him back. We need a like a real coach. I like get Moreno. <laughs> so for me, with Burhalter coming back, it just shows that the status quo of someone who barely qualified for the World Cup. Uh, with a team that is arguably full of, uh, I don't want to say international superstars, but I'll say internationally recognized talent that the uh, his tactics of a 4-3-3 are boring. The, uh, I, watching the U.S. men's national team, it's kind of like just trying to grind out wins against every team they face where it's like there's no um, – there's no pizzazz. There's no anything. But the I did not get to watch the USA Mexico match in the moment. But I did watch the ten minute like trailer post match where that was like a, a street fight where someone accidentally brought a soccer ball and they were like, <laughs> I guess we have to kick this around every once in a while. And that was that was some intense shit in terms of the highlights. That red card of that Mexican player who had just been you know, outpaced and just kicked at the back of the other guy's legs to just knock him over. It was just so, uh, but I did that once to Corey Radicevich at Fapple and it was, uh, he was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, sorry, man, I get intense. And like, kind of like, <laughs> you did that on purpose. You've told that story I, before, but yeah, you I did was that totally on purpose. On purpose. 100% oh on purpose. Yeah. Uh, or you should call in and stop trying to get you to go to Fapple. Yeah, kicked out. I'm trying to go. He went to two of them. 
I went to more than two. He went to two of them six years ago. I went to like five of them five years ago. Six years ago. Uh, <laughs> but uh, ba- sorry, back to the Burhalter part of this. He is. Uh, it's just a, a. It's showing that there's no. We have an opportunity to reinvent the national team where the world stage is coming to you know um, the U.S. and uh, could have hired any one of numerous coaches and been exciting and they could have went yeah. into shape. But it was interesting. He got a lot of public support from players leading up to this, where like even Pulisic was in the press saying, like, hey, like Berhalter is good, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'd be happy to have him back and this, that, and the other thing. And I imagine that puts a little bit of pressure on the USMNT. However, Let's also talk about Gio Reyna, who played during the Mexico match in Canada, who looked unbelievable. And if that's the Reyna... Are you talking about the fact that he had bushy brown eyebrows and blonde hair? Oh, my God, man. Someone's got to help that kid out. Like, I made those mistakes (laughs) when I was, like, 17. Um, But what's he going to do? Wasn't wasn't his mom the one who, like, was telling on everything? I don't know. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. My favorite quote was, Gio Rain is really playing like a guy trying to impress the guy that his mom tried to blackmail. (laughs) 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 Yeah. That's actually really funny. Um, My, uh, my, my beef with Burhalter coming back it has nothing to do with that that um circus yeah he's just not that good yeah, you know not. he's like weston seems like he has a problem like, he's, he's got worst. a problem dealing with big personalities on the team sometimes but uh maybe i guess with pulisic coming out like that maybe i'm wrong who knows but it certainly is not an exciting decision yeah, I. Um, uh, but hey, exciting decisions. That Balagon guy. How do you say his name? Fallon. I don't know. We'll Balogun? say it wrong. Yeah, someone. The, I think it's Balagon. I think it's yeah. pretty. It's more simple than it looks. But he uh, seems to be pretty happy. And infinitely better than anyone else who's played in that position for us ever. Uh, it was. Um, uh, ability to like run at defense, play, um, uh, play hold up play, like everything, just finding openings. And once that, like him and Reyna were clicking, which is if that can actually happen during, again, like I, we won whatever the nation's league is, but it's like, it's not very exciting when it's always going to be like Canada and Mexico, but it was wow, that's wow. Maybe we're spoiled. Where I'm like, Mexico isn't really that exciting anymore. Oh, but God, they're not. Um, Mexico's uh, terrible right now. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> uh, terrible. For real exciting while. to watch because they're so terrible and they're just so desperate right now. Puerto Rico's up and coming. Uh, I. <laughs> 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 Did you? <laughs> um. But yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I it's a bummer, but he's clearly now there for the for the rest of the whatever until the World Cup. It's so. interesting that he's allegedly not going to be coaching the um, Copa America. Really? It's, yeah, they said that he they had intended that whoever re- replaced him, even if it was the same guy, was not going to coach that tournament. Hmm. Okay. I wonder well, if they'll backtrack on that. Yeah. Well, anyway, Nations League, another win. Yay. And, huzzah, huzzah. Yay. and Canada, 
So let's talk about the Canada match really quick, too, because that was, again, a great one to watch. We were on fire for the first half, and we looked like we were playing catch-up the entire second half. And I wonder if that was due to a tactical formation change, which I could not identify, but they did obviously sub out Reyna at the half with an injury, and he was overacting, hobbling around at the end of the game on the side of the field, where yeah. like, if you're that injured, get on some crutches and stop, right. you know, stupid as a child. So <clears throat> maybe is uh, they'll use that later and say he was attacked by Burhalter in the, uh, <laughs> in, the in the dressing room. Well, yeah, Burhalter's known for kicking people. Yeah, seriously. Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Are you doing the Nancy Kerrigan? Why? That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Josh, you're full Why with this episode. Me? Yeah, Tanya Harding. What a what a reference. Um, oh, let's, Isn't she from let's, Salem? Um, I think Tanya or Harding Dwalton? is from, yeah. from I think it's Tanya Harding from Gresham. From She's got to be from Gresham. Gresham. <laughs> from Gresham. Yeah, that sounds like Gresham. <laughs> Yeah, fact. Um, all right, well, let's let's jump into predictions. This predictions? hopefully be a but, not super shitty uh, episode to uh, to edit. You want to do it? No, you go. You want me to do it? Yeah, me? you do it. Okay, so I don't know when we're going to come back and record again. So obviously, we'll do the next three matches just to be safe. Wednesday, this Wednesday, June twenty first, we are playing. Chicago at 7.30 p.m. Randy, go. Uh, three to one win. Okay. I'm going to say three nil win. Greg, go. Do I do, do I, do I predict with my brain or <laughs> nil, with my nil. heart? Okay. Um, I'm doing Greg. Nil, nil. Yeah. <laughs> How do they say it in three. Ireland, Greg? It's a home I'll match against a bad team. Predict with your heart. Three nil, win. Whoa! Yeah, Jonathan, what are you doing? Four two. Uh, I mean that is my that is my token <laughs> scoreline. I'm gonna. I feel like you I have Chicago to break has it. two in them. Yeah, uh, I don't think Chicago does have two in them, and but they will against us for sure. Yeah, highest paid player Shakiri. Not good at all in MLS. Um, so in Switzerland, as I said, what would they do for you, Greg, in Ireland? In Switzerland, we would just deny any political affiliation with anyone and then take everyone's money uh, and guarantee it for uh, through the course of a whatever. So I'm going to take my standard 4-2 to win. Cool. Took long enough. Next game, <laughs> Saturday, June 24th. Portland versus NYCFC. It's, uh, Is that home too? That's yes. at home also. Oh, where's at NYC in the standings? They're not doing well, I are they? I don't know where they are. Um, find out, and then we'll start. They are 23rd. We're 19. Um, okay, so Randall, go. Two to one win. Okay, I'm going to say that one's a 1-1 one, one tie. Ooh. Two to one win. This is their first time back at Providence Park since their beautiful win on that rainy, cold December morn. I feel like we are going to see blood on this match. And I am going to say someone's going to break a leg. Three to zero win. I feel like what? Evander is going to, our, our defense is finally kicking into full gear. And I feel like Evander saw the result of that championship match against NYCFC. Oh, and oh. he is 
side bet. For it, Randy. Side yeah, bet. Mora's going to play. He's been training <laughs> with the team. Mora returns that match. All right. You th- is he really training? Yeah. He's been he's been training for a few weeks. Oh. Wow. Nice. They sub him on at uh, 85 minutes, and he scores in the 90th minute. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I know we're in predictions. I have one question, and this is about Blanco. What What's the point? Uh, right out the contract. Yeah, like... Well, what's the point of what? I can't fathom him being not on the field. He's... Like it's just that's, so that's Geo. That's not yeah. that's Geo. He's played thirty minute games, and this was odd for him to actually get subbed on at this point. He did he did get some time at, okay. in San Jose, didn't he? Get like thirty minutes or twenty minutes with all the injuries we have and everything. Would you rather him play like twenty thirty minutes every few matches and then be ready for the end of the season? Yes. Or would you rather him get hurt now? Do you think he is building up for that? Like he doesn't. I I don't know. Maybe this is his like last go at it. Yeah, I feel like we're watching the Valeri thing happen again, where it's like a player who is just not not good enough at the moment. No, man, I don't think that's what's happening. He's not been being allowed to play. Yeah, he hasn't had enough time. He he's looking like he's starting to make. He's looking like he's on the verge of being able to make an impact. He's just not getting the minutes to get back into form. I mean, and it could be something that we that we're not aware of because there's there was talk of him still being in a lot of pain, I guess, earlier on in the season, mm-hmm. um, and so maybe that's what it is. But because I'm geo out at this point, I th- I think it's him just not wanting to play him, and and it, that's what I think's happening. That's how Greg feels about your content, Randy. Just that was the biggest yawn I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah that's I, rough. <laughs> so. I, wait, well, we'll do the last prediction, then we'll end with a question. Um, sorry, Josh. Okay, last prediction. A total week later, three days after my birthday, July 1st, it's a Saturday. We're playing shitty Minnesota. Send your McDonald's gift certificates in now so Josh has yeah. them for his birthday. I need to get a Grimace shake. I <laughs> <laughs> just... Picture you sitting outside of McDonald's with a grimace shake, just like a the biggest like smile on your face, and they like walk by and pat your belly. Be Quick nice. side question: mm-hmm. Why is the grim? Oh, this is maybe a statement. The grimace shake, you would think it would be purple grape, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's purple. Right. It's not. It's berry, and it's getting people sick. I heard. Oh, where huh. did you hear that, Josh? Like on the I brain, heard that like, from- crazy, like people who were trying to fish for their meal. Website. Oh, what is it? OAN? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what it's called. It's yeah. a deep cut. Um, yeah, I, I dug back for that one. I don't yeah. think anybody in their right mind would buy a grape shape shake. I was going to buy one, and then they said berry, and I was like, no thanks. Berry makes more sense but, than okay. grape. Yeah. Grimace is fucking purple. Yes. Berries are purple. Berries are not. They're assorted They're blue colors. purple. Raspberry. You could get like a raspberry. Okay, on to this. We're playing at Minnesota. Game to 530. Randy. Uh, at Minnesota, who is in... A team. Journalism's 11th. Way to know. 11th. Uh, in the conference or... 11th in the conference, one point behind us. Uh, 2-1 loss. Oh, 
Josh is going to say nil-nil. Greg, go. Three to one loss. Oh, Greg, that hurts. Um, we don't play well in Minnesota. We don't. That was, what was that? I know. That's why I said nil-nil. I should write next to it. Feels like a victory. Yeah, one-one tie for me, and also I hope like finally that in what will probably be Diego Chara's last season because he's not going to start by the end of the season. I'm still going to stick to my guns. Um, oh my God, he just I, made he match. Made, he made, he he just... made team of the week. Evander's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Evander's going lower, and he's yeah. just going sort of yeah. towards off screen. Chara's last season and Nizgoda is going to win the golden boot. Continue. Jesus, man. That was, <laughs> you can tell how, how high I was when I made those predictions. Um, I think he's finally going to clean the clock of Frangapane and I hope he does it in like the most audacious like 10 game suspension so that my <laughs> prediction can be correct. I hope he just straight up like punches in the back of the head at full force. And, you just want him to uh, red card someone and every 10 man. Game, yeah, 10 game red card suspension. We get G <laughs> out so we can move on and uh yeah sorry if he does that i don't yeah. care what the score line is it feels like a win yeah. <laughs> build a statue right like a there yep. and then yeah. liam comes in and takes over as manager well, he's gonna be the best coach ever even though no oh, one yeah. understands what life. he's actually saying in english no, he'll be our coach for minimum 15 years yeah so, right, our, so we're not even going to go bother uh, to go over our other predictions because none of them were correct, probably. No, and I, nobody I didn't cares. Go back through. Nobody I tried. Cares. To I said it. we were going to win seventeen nil. Which which game? <laughs> the last All of game. them. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a very correct scoreline. So at this I point, meant, yeah, I meant seventeen points for the whole season. Oh, oh, 17 goals for the. Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, Randy. Oh, who yeah. deleted them? Geo in or geo out? Out. Greg, geo in or geo out? Out. <sighs> Josh, geo in or geo out? I'm going to say in because I want to see him through the season. I don't like when managers get fired halfway through seasons. <sighs> I am geo out. Yeah. I, I think it's official for uh, me. Was he? Let's. Was he ever a good coach, or did he just inherit a really good team at the time? And just sort of rode that out until it stopped working. Dude, I was geo out sort of since the beginning. And then now I'm like the other way. Like, let him do his thing and see what happens. He got what he wanted. He got these great players. And he's not doing anything with them. But let's see what happens. That, that That's my, my take on it is he had the ability to upgrade the team, which he did do. Um, the, the drama of the last few seasons has – not subsided but i would say it's certainly not as prevalent as it once was and so like distractions are for him as a coach are are less and he got like one of the highest paid players he's got bully he's got uh who else did he bring in was there one of their is it gutierrez that came up from t2 he's got i don't remember but i think so greg you were saying something uh mascara well, I mean, no, Mascara oh. wasn't new this season. I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, pieces, um, uh, it it's, like, with a core that's pretty, like, close to what it was for the past, like, two or three years where we did have some good spells, like, there should be different results by now. And yeah. I would say that if we don't win, you know, or take, you know, like, 
I'd say again, journalism's how many games like in the next three games, if we don't get six points, um, I would say he's going to be closer to a chopping block. Six points. Maybe yeah. we shouldn't put him on the chopping block and we should just put him on the log. <laughs> um, well, cut. that's one it's not hour all, and 11 minutes. It's not all Geo's. <laughs> oh, we can leave that. It's yeah. not all Geo's fault. There's some roster construction issues sure. too. And that's on massive GW injuries. Yeah. Yeah. But he can't. He could, I, said, I don't think he can motivate a team that, sh- that should be able to do better. He, I don't I think he can that. motivate him, and there's always weird personality issues. Um, yeah, I mean that was you made that bet that Gio was going to have a random issue with a player, and that happened in like game three of the season where it was Bingham still <laughs> playing and Ivicic saying in the yeah. press, "I'm Which not hurt." Not what I thought it was going to come from at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one guy that's never talked. <laughs> yeah, Josh. Closing track. Closing track is Dream Team is in the House by the L.A. Dream Team. It is a 80s breakbeat, what is that, like hip-hop slash funk song that's super dope fly on the R&B tip, and I love it. So (laughs) You know what I love? You know what I loved up until just this last weekend was watching LAFC lose and lose and lose. (laughs) That was glorious. I'm so glad they crashed and burned out of Champions League. That was they nice. did. Yeah, uh, we have was to be the second team to win. Really upset about them beating SKC, but that's what's kept us above the playoff line this week. Because right below yeah. us is SKC. Yeah. All right, Josh. Okay, if you want to um, email us, it's portlandvanity at gmail You can also leave us a voicemail at five zero three five eight three four two three five. You can talk to me or Greg on our social media. PDX Vanity Soccer is Twitter and Portland Vanity is at Instagram. But obviously, all 72 of you know this by now. Um, I go, we're on OnlyFans still. It's at (laughs) PDX Vanity. And for $10 a month, you can... um, See Greg do stuff. That'd be cool. <laughs> See Greg do stuff. Um, <laughs> we, we all <laughs> come to our OnlyFans, and you can we watch also have <laughs> our Spotify account. And if you want to listen to these amazing songs, like the track I chose today, it's just search for Radio Free PVSP. Do Do we not have Anything any else, guys? questions? Listener questions today that I announced in the. I don't think we have any listener questions. Okay. McG is getting a little bored of us. Uh, You got to post on Reddit. That's where we get all the traction. So that was. All the uh, cool kids are on Reddit. Yeah. We're on that too. I don't know how that works. So it was probably Portland Vanity or something. Find us or ask Greg. 10 bucks a month to watch Greg. I think it's Portland Vanity Pod on Reddit. Anyway. Is that what it is? Yeah. I think so. Just text Greg at um, 541 220 Bro. All right, guys. This is awesome. Thank you. This is actually a really good way to get back into it. And uh, the cobwebs are off. We get back into a schedule. And I think we record the Monday after, so July 3rd. Monday after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. See you in three All months. Right, Have bye. a great summer. <laughs>
Oh, you had to work today? I didn't have to work today. Oh. I walked I up to... Your company's the most racist. No, it's not. I thought you are owned by Bushes. Uh, no, we're owned by Romney's now at this point. Like, oh, really? That's even worse. Yeah, and I saw him try to reach across the aisle to the minority voter by singing Who Let the Dogs Out uh, <laughs> to children in the... That's a, that a true story. If you can go find that uh, video uh, when he was trying to relate to the inner city youth and he started trying to rap who let the dogs out and everyone was like, what did she just do? So, all right. Hang on. Let me, let me, I'm trying to pull up the doc. You're not missing anything. There's nothing. Yeah. In I mean, there's like, this is the trials and tribulations of not recording in a month when Randy was like, Hey, we should record. And then we're like, ah, I'm like, I got shit to do. Like last week was nuts. And then well, all we needed is a few bullet points to talk about. All right. Well, why don't you guys banter amongst yourselves and give well, me a minute, up. and I'll make it real quick. Just, uh, just I put the lineups for the Quakes match in Dallas. That's all we need to talk about. And wait, I didn't we waste my time because I knew Randy would just write, spend no time on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What well, I mean, like, <sighs> hmm. Hold on. You come up with the name for the episode, but no episode. <laughs> you know what? That is actually extremely fair feedback. Um, and I appreciate in the moment feedback and uh, the, the time that it took you to come up with that and say, I'm just trying to think like, when was the last time we like, what's the last match that we actually discussed? Vancouver. Well, we shouldn't go back There's and discuss all the since. old ones that we missed because we were not going to be able to do that. Okay, so let's, let's say talk about our current feelings. <laughs> I am super struggling with my current feelings, so let's. I'll I'll start the intro. We'll talk about San Jose, Portland, and then Randy, you can give the um, the the recap of your experience in KeyBank. I. What was my experience in KeyBank? I'm not. You didn't get your beer fast enough. Like, that was a joke, though. You was didn't it? get it fast enough, Randy. That <laughs> waiting more than three minutes is unacceptable. Yeah, that's by bullshit. any type of expensive standard. All right. Why are we looking at the lineup of the Quakes? Is it any different? Just must. No, I just put, I just put them both in there just to, so we have them, just in just case someone them. wanted to talk. Okay. Yeah. That question match was boring as fuck. Type, 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 type. I got feedback for you. That's a funny episode title, but I feel like episode titles might be better made after the episode's recorded. I agree with Randy. I you're I agree. Um uh, still has to be Randy related though. Well, of course. <laughs> I don't know what I wrote. Randy's age or episode count. <laughs> I forgot I did that. That was a pretty good one. I felt good about myself when I wrote that. Um good. <laughs> Yeah, let's just do the results. Did any? Did you guys watch San Jose? 
Yeah, didn't we all yes. talk? Everyone was there. We all talking? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and then listener questions. And then... <sighs> was, we don't have that, Unless you guys want to record on next Monday. No. <laughs> no, you guys, can we actually postpone until October? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we'll just we're, do a season recap. <laughs> we're racist for recording this on Juneteenth. Yeah, no, true. we're not. Why, we're we're celebrating away. Juneteenth. We're not. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I Yay, put down. Yeah. Oh Jesus, that's that's recorded, Josh. That's on audio. Um, I don't care, Greg. I'm going to put this as uh, you talking about the recent match scores, just so that you have to say something. Um, and uh, I'm going to be aggressive. And then when we start, I will put in the upcoming next two matches. Uh, what's the last match that we talked about? Vancouver. Wow, that's forever ago. Okay. Yeah. Do we even know what our predictions were? Scroll down the document. No, we were doing them in the chat. I was oh doing my god, her mom. My mom's dead, dude. Yep. You guys, I sure assume you guys saw that Sandy Jug sign. <laughs> I did see that. Um, what did it say? Uh, so Daddy... open seven days a week like your mom. <laughs> Sandy Jug is so good. Strip club on 72nd and Sandy. Um, okay. I am ready to rock. You guys ready to rock? Uh, let's rock. Okay. Well, All right. Sure. Well, I think we did it. And Greg, there was one other timestamp that I wrote down. I don't think you got it. Was at twenty-seven minutes and forty-five seconds. What happened then? Someone said something they shouldn't have. Oh, okay. <laughs> Probably Josh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just wrote it down in the second when it happened, and then I was like, I don't remember what we said. But you anyway, should have waited until hey, after we recorded the sign-off, yeah. so that I didn't have to edit that part out. Yeah, exactly. Fair feedback. Uh, you don't the have to add it. Stupid. <laughs> I'll take that. Take that feedback. That's real. Um, 